0: Sex talk with Eric Miley, cause sexuality is tough, and okay, sexist isn't good enough. No sex talk with Erica Miley. Hey, folks! Welcome to Sex Talk with Erica Miley. Erica Miley here. Hi to Facebook land people. Hi to everybody in podcast land. Today, I'm doing something a little different. I'm recording this episode completely live on Facebook, and also recording it so that my awesome editor and producer, Tom, can make it sound pretty. (laughs) So I will also, as we go, answer questions. But the big thing I'm here to talk about today is sex and nutrition. So this isn't going to be like me hitting you over the head with eat better America, (laughs) eat better people of the world. (laughs) There's going to be some elements of it, but that's because all of the research that I found says that we need to eat better. (laughs) So it's all about sex and nutrition, and so I'm going to also bring in some information about aphrodisiacs. Not much of this information because the research around aphrodisiacs is not super great. So most of the things I'm going to talk about really lie in overall health and how that overall health can impact your sexual functioning. So let's just jump right in, okay? So we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the negatives first. We're going to talk about the stuff that actually makes sex harder in the way of that it makes it more difficult and doesn't really set us up for the best environment to have sex. (laughs) So these are foods to avoid. Now, this isn't to say, like, these are bad foods, bad foods, because I also work with people with eating disorders and things like that. And so when we relegate foods to a no-no, that actually makes our brain really, really upset. We don't respond well when we actually make foods a no-no. It's like when we say to somebody, don't think about the word orange. What immediately are you thinking about? Oranges. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or the color orange. That's also good. So this is not, again, not to beat you over the head, but these foods are actually... not super great context for having sex. So cheese and bread. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I know so many of you go out for the big dinner. You go out with your partner, your partners, and you have the bread basket or you have the cheese and you have the cheese plate and you have cheese and bread when you go out to eat. And that's sometimes people go out to eat before they have sex. Now, Dan Savage out there, for those of you who listen to the Savage Lovecast and also read his many, many articles from The Stranger in Seattle, and I love this. It talks about having sex before you go out. And I think that's a really, really excellent thing to do because guess what? Then the pressure's off. It's great. It's great. So, but back at it, cheese and bread, really, (laughs) this is a huge bummer, I know, but nutritionists talk about how the body doesn't generally absorb cheese and bread all that well. And it definitely can lead to bloating, cramping, and gas. (laughs) So all the farts, really. Yeah. Yeah, all the farts is what (laughs) I know people are just joining right now and I'm sure they just joined and heard me say all the farts. (laughs) So again, cheese and bread cause bloating, cramping, and gas, which are not super fun to deal with when you are trying to be physically intimate with others. (laughs) Like Dr. Emily Nagoski's book, Come As You Are. And for those of you in Facebook land can actually see me holding this up. This is like one of my favorite books see, take a look, take a look, and covered in sticky notes. (laughs) She talks a lot about in her book how context matters, especially for women, that creating sexy contexts really can impact how sexual functioning work and how she would call gas and breaks. So bloating, cramping, and gas are not super great for (laughs) the guests. Eh, really are mostly breaks for a lot of us out here. (laughs) She gives us tons of, tons of, tons of evidence around that. So the standard American diet generally, it may be detrimental to our cardiovascular health and sexual, and which can cause sexual dysfunction and heart attacks and strokes. And so none of that, none of that is sexy. Oh, that all sounds awful. And my sympathies with all of you who may have dealt with those things or had family that deal with those things or family history of that stuff. So, honestly, being, being really cognizant of our overall health can completely impact our sexual function. So... All of that being said, there's some research to suggest that also like industrial pollutants like PCBs, the sometimes found in fish, can also lead to a loss of like overall libido, like sexual dysfunction or erectile dysfunction. So we have some research to support it. It doesn't mean that it's a hard and fast fact, but it's good to note that eating well can really increase your likelihood of having a good sex life. So... Now, now that you have all sufficiently rolled your eyes at me yelling at you to eat more healthy, <laughs> let's talk about some of the good stuff. Here are some great, great options for food that actually does increase your sexual health. We have research to support it. So, ground flax seeds. That's number one. These are in no specific order. It doesn't mean like, oh, eat these in this order or anything like that. This is just, these are foods that are really great for sexual health. Ground flax seeds, I I put these on my oatmeal in the morning. So it's a really, really easy food to incorporate into other meals. It's packed with omega-3 fatty acids, and that is awesome for cardiovascular health. And guess what? Good hearts mean great libido. So there's also something called L-arginine and i'm probably i'm going to miss say misspell all of these words cuz i'm not a nutritionist <laughs> but the L-arginine is an amino acid that can boost blood flow and actually has been shown to promote healthy sperm so hey we want we want healthy swimmers out there awesome awesome full disclosure i'm a plant-based eater so i don't eat meat. And so some of the foods I'm actually going to suggest are not ones I, I eat myself right now, but I'm going to suggest some of those options that for those of you who do. One of them that is also considered and has long been considered an aphrodisiac is oysters. And they actually, um, many of the nutritionists' research that I was looking at and um, the food science I was looking at said that eating oysters raw is, is a better option to get the most health benefits from them. And this food is rich in zinc. And it is one of the key minerals in sexual maturation. So that means zinc can actually help your body produce testosterone, which increases sexual desire, or at least it's shown to. And it absolutely can help synthesize thyroid hormones. And what that does is help us with our energy. Our thyroid is one of those master controllers of our hormone production. And so it absolutely can help us have more energy. So, the one thing to know though is that often people will eat oysters and then they will think that, oh, it happens immediately. This is for overall health again. So, I encourage you to eat them, but also frequency matters. So, it's not just downing six of them before you have sex and expect that (laughs) everything's great, everything's awesome. So next food, strawberries. Hey, big surprise. They look sexy. (laughs) Strawberries encourage good circulation, and it's thought to be crucial for sexual functioning in both men and women and across the gender spectrum. And strawberries can be rich in antioxidants that benefit your heart and arteries. There is a giant theme here, folks. Cardiovascular health matters when it comes to sexual health. I'm sure that that makes sense to a lot of you that if our heart and our circulatory system can pump blood throughout the entire system that means we're we can we can become physically aroused a little easier. Also, strawberries are rich in vitamin C, which along with antioxidants have been linked to higher sperm counts in men try this. And, you know, again, strawberries are sexy food. Dip them in dark chocolate. And then you also get, I'm going to say it wrong, but I'm going to give it a shot. (laughs) Methyllaxtheanines. Sure. That. Starts with an M. <laughs> these antioxidants may activate the libido. So I'm going to make sure all of this stuff is in the show notes. And that's really, really, <laughs> it's that's going to be helpful in this episode because there's a lot of these words I'm just going to say wrong. <laughs> and if you want to be able to Google, it will help you that way. Quick break from the action, folks. <laughs> action. <laughs> I just want to tell you about my Patreon. Every week I bring you guests and seriously, lots of sex nerdery. (laughs) Help me keep doing that by becoming a supporter. What do you get in return? Cool perks. For real. I am going to be doing shout outs, stickers, a bunch of stuff. So check it out at ericamiley.com forward slash Patreon. That's E R I K A M I L E Y dot com forward slash Patreon. I hope to see you and see more of you by becoming a Patreon. Thanks, guys. The next one that I actually eat quite often is pumpkin seeds. Pumpkin seeds, actually kind of like oysters, do have a lot of zinc in them. They're also a great source of magnesium. And there's a a substantial amount of research outside of food science that shows that magnesium itself is very, very helpful in keeping us calm and reducing anxiety, there is a formulation on Amazon. It, it's called Calm. It's actually drinkable magnesium that does have research to support that it increases your ability to manage anxiety. So we actually use that that drinkable magnesium in this house. So I definitely encourage people to take a look at it. Of course, consult your doctor. I am not a doctor. <laughs> and make sure all of these things are are okay for you and your health. Back to awesome pumpkin seeds. (laughs) So, they also contain omega 3 fatty acids, and that can help with gynecological health and prostate health. Omega 3s are also known to reduce inflammation in the body. So, there's a ton of research right now, and, and continued research keeps going on at the role of inflammation and overall health and mental health. So, do your Googling, folks. There's some really, really interesting work from lots of different types of fields in the role of inflammation and how you can tackle that with nutrition. Pumpkin seeds are rich in iron, which is really, really helpful for us to feel energized. Zinc, as I already talked about, and magnesium. So, Take a look at pumpkin seeds, (laughs) y'all. They're very tasty. I like them a lot. (laughs) The next one is probably my favorite. It's one of those foods that I probably would eat for maybe every meal, if possible, since, since I was a child. And No joke. My son is exactly the same way as me. We fight over the avocado in the house. (laughs) So let's just start with the word avocado. Avocado actually comes from the Aztec word for testicles. So hey, look. Well, I mean, they actually look like testicles, really. (laughs) Avocados are actually really good for what's inside of testicles. It's good for sperm production. And it's versatile, it's nourishing, it has vitamin E, and, and vitamin E is a key antioxidant that widens blood vessels, potentially lowering the risk for cardiovascular disease. So again, awesome for your cardiovascular health, which in, can improve your sexual functioning. Avocados are also rich in vitamin B6, which helps you helps your nervous system, as well as potassium, which powers up your libido and energy, and monosaturated oleic acid, which supports circulation again, heart healthy. (laughs) I think I might have to rename this episode and call it the heart healthy episode rather than sex and nutrition. (laughs) So those are the best foods, honestly, for increasing your sexual functioning. There really, really isn't a magic food out there that is going to give you some magic sexy powers. Essentially, what I'm telling you is the better you treat your body, the more likely you are able to have really great connected sex. And guess what? If you are paying attention to your heart and paying attention to your brain, which is our biggest sex organ you are much more likely to enjoy your sex life or at least be able to tackle the things that are impeding you from enjoying your sex life. So if anybody has questions in Facebook land, land, I'm happy to answer them. And for those of you in podcast land, I am on all the social medias. And if after the episode comes out, you have questions, I'm happy to answer them. And any of you out there have questions about your own nutrition, see your doctor, see a nutritionist. I fully encourage you. I know that there's many people out there who live with like chronic conditions and things like that who are trying to tackle not only their, their chronic pain conditions or chronic other types of illnesses, and nutrition is actually a big part of that. And we're finding more and more from the research that, guess what? We're a whole person and absolutely have to tackle nutrition in a Addition to all of the other things that we do for our health, I know it sounds like one more thing to do on your list. You all, I, I get it, I get it, I get it. Oh, Amy, I it's out on Facebook. She says, "Hooked on avocado toast." I can't blame you. I really like. Uh, I'm going to show how basic I am. I really like avocado toast, um, like with guacamole instead of just like sliced avocado, and I love it with bell peppers and usually little tomatoes and any kind of like spinach or whatever I can actually like any other nutrient I can stuff in there. (laughs) So I hope all of you have a wonderful week and a wonderful weekend. Thank you for tuning in to this episode. And thank you to those on Facebook who are tuning in live. I hope you have and enjoy your food this weekend and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening, folks. Please rate and review on iTunes. It helps this podcast get found. If you leave a five-star review, let me know about it on any social media, and I'll shout you out on the podcast. You can find my website at ericamiley.com. You can find me on Facebook, the Gram, and Twitter. See y'all next time.